This is the FM Gold channel of All India Radio. In the program News Analysis, we now bring you an interview with the Union Minister of Jal Shakti, Gajendra Singh Shekhavat. The interviewer is Deeksha Saxena, AIR correspondent. As soon as NDA2 came to power, the trust was on water conservation. Jal Shakti Ministry was created. You are at the helm of the ministry. On 30th of June, in the first monkey bath of Prime Minister after coming into power for the second time, he stressed on uh, Sanjay Jal Bhetarkal and his main thrust was on water conservation. On 1st of July, you launched the Jal Shakti Abhiyan first phase. So my first question is, what was the idea behind integrating ministries into a single ministry? See, in Government of India, what and similarly in the state governments also, Water is being dealt under different roofs and by different ministries under different heads. And since uh, for India, water is the biggest challenge in the coming days because we are having 18% of the total population of the world. Against the 18% average population, if I take the human population as well as the livestock population, we are having only 4% of the potable water of the world that we total have. So, otherwise also it's an imbalance and after the threats of uh, climate change, we are one of the most vulnerable society in the country as well. On the other end, our 65% dependability, whether it is drinking water or it is industrial water or it is water for irrigation, is depending upon the underground water. And the way underground water is depleting and our aquifers are depleting, almost 20% of our total underground water are blocks either it is depleted or almost depleted. So it's a big challenge for us now. And as far as the contamination is concerned, again, we are the most critical position as a country. So Prime Minister, when we asked and he has commitment for the water, so he has decided to integrate this ministry. So water can be dealt holistically. And since it's a very important subject as a country, as a nation and for the mankind also, so it has been integrated and now this is uh, created as a Jal Shakti ministry. After that what he did, before the monkey bath you were referring about, he wrote a letter to all the elected serpents of the nation, almost 2.5 letters were dispatched in 12 vernacular languages and he has requested an appeal to those, the Jantratinis, the elected representatives of the villages to work as a water champion. And he has requested further to organize Gram Sabha dedicated for the issue of water conservation. And I'm so glad, so happy that the data which we have received, more than 100,000 that Gram Sabhas were held and people sat together and they discussed the issue of the water. And apart from that, as you have mentioned, that he has discussed thoroughly in the monkey bath, on first monkey bath and second as well. So water has become a very important issue and I am so happy that after the Prime Minister's initiative, it has become the uh, very important point of charcha and chinta in the people's mindset. In fact, you mentioned there are a few places in the country where the groundwater is depleted. So when I refer to a report from Central Groundwater Board, they have said that there are 256 districts which are acutely uh, short of groundwater. So what is your action plan for these particular 256 districts? See, the calculations are not done on the basis of districts. The unit for assessing the groundwater and the quality of groundwater and availability of groundwater is blocks. So out of total 6,000 plus blocks what we are having in the country and where the water quality and underground water availability is assessed, almost 1,500 blocks 
are either critically exploited dialect what we say is dark zones so in those blocks what we have identified as a critically exploited or exploited blocks they falls into 240 districts of the country so for purpose of jal shakti abhiyan and to give it a pan india approach we have included 256 districts out of that the first thing which is required is the aquifer mapping what exactly is the status of aquifer what is the subsoil strata so under the ground aquifers because water is retained into aquifers which were created in long long thousands thousands of years the aquifers were created and they have been recharged by percolating the down water naturally in the aquifers but aquifers are not the source permanent source if you are taking out of water of from that particular chunk of water water body and you are not pouring out filling it up again then it is not going to go long last so we are doing study primarily for this these all these blocks which you are talking about the, the depleted blocks or the critically exploited blocks and i am pretty sure that i am confident that by the end of the coming march we'll be able to complete these uh, the, the aquifer mapping for these yes so my other question is on jal shakti abhiyan the first phase was launched on 1st of july by you and it will go on till 15th of september So when we talk about the first phase we have almost completed over a month so what is the success in the first month of the jal shakti abhiyan first phase see jal shakti abhiyan was envisioned by honorable prime minister sir and the officers working in government of india level of joint secretary and above they have been chosen and apart from them the engineers working in central water commission and the geologists working into the government system hydrogeologists have made a team and we have sent them to the districts identified as over exploited the 256 districts which we were talking about and the experiences what they have gathered the the primary responsibility given to them is to identify the traditional water bodies to make a plan to revive them to create awareness among the local citizens or the responsiveness against the among the local citizens and couple of things we have desired from them a total six different type of mandates were given to them the first phase is completed and what the informations what we are getting up from those officers who have visited it's really good and in from that now we are having a first hand data and informations of those districts and on the basis of that data and repository which has been created here in government of india i think it is going to help us a lot in planning the future policies for to combat this problem now i'll uh, come on the second phase of jal shakti abhiyan which will be from october till end of november so that particular phase will only be in certain selected states which has receding monsoon like puducherry andhra pradesh karnataka so what is your plan for those states see the four states which you are mentioning about are the states where monsoon comes into second spell so from for those states we have just for the sake of availability of officers we have divided it into two phases the second phase of monsoon still we have time so that program is going to initiate from in the month of october and now sir you yourself mentioned that the 8% of rain water is used and the rest of it goes into the sea how can a normal person use the technique of rain water harvesting see the total perspiration here in our country is almost 4000 bcm billion cubic meter has rained that comes into two forms either in as a rain or as snow on the mountains and the total harvestable precipitation what we out of that 4000 is somewhere around 3000 
out of that 3000 bcm precipitation our total water bearing capacity in all the water bodies created man made or the natural like largest dam to the smallest pond in a village is less than 300 so against 3000 bcm we are holding only 300 bcm over the ground but if i ask you that which is the biggest or largest uh, reservoir in the country where the water can be stored so then the answer will be the aquifers can be recharged and the total water which we are getting as a replenishable water from under the ground water sources that is somewhere around 450 bcm that has a immense capacity and potential that can be increased and as i have stated earlier that our underground water reservoirs are depleting so there is a huge scope to use those aquifers as a reservoir so we need not to give any acquire any land we have not to dispense people no rehabilitation no shifting just by recharging aquifers we can attain the sustainability as far as the water is concerned so aquifer recharge can be a very good thing and a huge tremendous phenomenal awareness has been created after prime minister sahab mentioning it into man ki baat and the other initiative which he has taken for after writing to the sarpanch and all but still we have to connect this with the technology see underground strata is not similar everywhere so one technology cannot fit everywhere so as a layman we first need to identify or rely upon the underground water strata and the possibilities of aquifer recharge in that particular area and the technology required and depending upon that technology if we work then certainly we can save water for the future or conserve water for the future there are two things on the saving of the water and conservation of the water conserve the water for the future for a different purpose so is there any kind of incentive which you have in mind if somebody is actually going forward and taking an initiative to harvest the rainwater see rainwater harvesting is not an uncommon phenomenon in our country the area which i come from that is state of rajasthan and more specifically western part of rajasthan rainwater harvesting is a part of their system. in our area in the the times on my parents times or in my childhood we used to harvest each and every droplet of the water still in the rural areas in my area this is very common phenomenon so we are making some plans there is a scheme under narega that is apna khet apna kaam under that scheme we are constructing that team can be expanded so one of the most ambitious plans of your ministry nal se jal till 2024 you have promised drinking water to every household today we are suffering from water shortage and how are you going to ensure that this particular plan is see in this program we have taken it in three different angles first thing is source sustainability whatever source you are depending upon or creating for supplying water piped water to each and every household first we'll ensure the sustainability of source sustainability of source can be attained through groundwater recharge or point water recharge so first we'll do that then piped water supply to each and every household and the third thing is the management and treatment and management of the grey water which is being discharged through the household to the supply after the use if you see look towards the success stories of wherever in the world they have worked on four verticals first vertical is the conservation of water and harvest of water the second vertical is judicious use of water the third vertical is the reuse of water 
and the fourth one is use of technology in the water distribution as well as the treatment of water so if we include all these four things together and this is exactly what we have planned for this nalse jal mission now again when you talk about the use of grey water so uh, you have said that by 2022 the discharge of industrial waste will not be in the rivers because you look after that particular ministry also so what is your plan discharge of raw sewage untreated sewage untreated industrial effluent should be stopped so from i can tell you that from gangotri to haridwar we'll be able to stop the raw or untreated sewage or untreated industrial effluent in ganga by end of this year and in jharkhand also we'll be getting the same status by end of this year but still uttar pradesh bihar and west bengal will have to work because the infrastructures are being created and they are the gradual period for creation of infrastructure is going on so i think it will take two more years the recently concluded parliament session you successfully got the interstate river water amendment bill passed could you please highlight a bit about the bill the inter river water disputes are not a uncommon phenomena in this country and since water is so precious and historically there were disputes within the states and within the princely states of the country and since independence so many disputes are going on and to resolve those disputes as per the constitution provisions the tribunals were set up but the tribunals are working since there is no time limitation for award of for giving the award to those tribunals so the tribunals are working the total nine tribunals have been established so far out of them four tribunals have already given their award and passed that they completed their work but the longest time which out of those four have taken was 28 years and the smallest is 11 years those tribunals they work as not as a permanent bench of course so the awards get late late delayed 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 to just to mitigate that we have proposed to the parliament to create one tribunal and with the lateral branches for each and every dispute water dispute or river basin dispute and that tribunal will work as a permanent bench of court and we have fixed the timelines so that a tribunal if any dispute is given to that particular tribunal or the bench they have to finish that work within a span of 4 years sir so, this is the 150th birthday celebration of gandhi ji so your words about it so we are going to achieve and fulfill our commitment of making india open defecation free by october 2 in this year already achieved 99% plus status only three more states to declare as odia so we are pretty sure that we will be doing it. thank you so much for talking to us thank you you were listening to an interview with the union minister of jal shakti gajendra singh shekhawat the interviewer was diksha sixena air correspondent This program was produced and presented by the News Services Division of All India Radio. This program is also available on our website newsonair.com. You may email your opinion about this program at airnsdtalks@gmail.com.